Hello. Welcome to Uh Aha, I Said It. With me, Isla Powell. Thou shalt be blessed in the city, and blessed shalt thou be in the field. Deuteronomy 23.3 It's always hilarious and sad to me how some people equate being blessed only monetarily. It seems for many... Being flush with cash is the only indicator of being blessed. Never thought of waking up each morning, moving in and out of bed, being able to dress yourself, having clothes, something to do, and the list goes on and on. Why doesn't that count? Every good and perfect gift comes from above, the Bible says. But to some, unless it's a big splash, they're not blessed. How ridiculous is that? The biggest blessings don't come with a big red bow. So forget what you see on TV with the car commercials. The biggest are the ones we take for granted each day. Waking, sleeping, health, family, friends, church, the simple things. I know most of you already know this, so let's try to inform those who don't. Blessed is many things to many people. Our kids, healthy and thriving, not being homeless, the means to get around according to our whims and that which we choose to do. Everybody doesn't have it like that. Some don't feel blessed because of past misdeeds. They feel as if God has no use for them. This couldn't be further from the truth. We've all done things. We've all got those skeletons buried so deep in the back of the closet, sometimes we forget they're even there. We forget we're not perfect, which sometimes gives us license to judge others. We think. God must really marvel at our hypocrisy. I can understand the ones that feel unworthy, though. Been there. I've done some things and said some things. While I know God doesn't turn his back on me, or us, I believe in my sanctified imagination that maybe he shuts his eyes or lowers them because he cannot tolerate sin. I thank him that while his eyes are shut or lowered, in my mind, my guardian angel, Beverly, yes, that's what I call her, makes up for his eyes being shut, kind of like his proxy. I just don't know how, you know, we can ever really keep the skeletons totally at bay. But no matter what, you know what? I know God loves me. He loves you. And when he told Paul to let us know that nothing can separate us from him and his love, he means it. God is not a man that he should lie. I was just thinking about my big blessing. For those of you who you equated with cash, my gazillion dollar blessing. I was accused many years ago of riding past an ex's home and shooting it up. Yes, me. And apparently, I had my daughter, who was a toddler at the time, in the back seat, unrestrained, and my son was in front with me. I would have had to reach across my son to shoot that house up. So I'm just riding around committing criminal recklessness in the presence of the two most precious people 
on earth to me. Right? I had a bench trial in Crown Point and everything. I remember being so afraid. I talked to my then pastor about taking a plea because, you know, lawyers like to tell you, oh, let's just plea it out. You know, let's just get it done with. It's okay. It doesn't matter that you've paid them the fee, you know, to go the whole route. They, they want to plead, plead you out so that they can get on to the next. I remember Reverend Arrington saying to me very directly, why would you admit to something you didn't do? And while I was listening to him, I was still thinking about the five years and the $10,000 fine I could have gotten. Lost my job, my kids, everything. In court, my heart was beating so fast, I kept asking my attorney what the noise was. What is that noise? What is that? Shh, shh, shh. He kept shushing me. Shh, shh, shh. I said, what is the noise? It's so loud. What is that noise? Shh, shh, shh. He kept just telling me to shut up. And then I realized it was my heart because I was terrified. It was beating so loudly and so strong, I could hear it audibly. I could just hear it. It's crazy, that kind of fear. And I was in court alone, but my mother was there, of course, my attorney, and of course, God. So, he had a few witnesses, and they said it was me. But when the last witness that he had took the stand against me, I believe God moved on his heart, and he couldn't keep the lie going. He rebutted everything said before him. It was so surreal. When the judge told me I was free to go, my mom and me turned Judge Nicholas Shirali's courtroom into a church. We shouted all over that courtroom as my accuser and his crew slinked out. I remember seeing my attorney, who was Jewish, shrugging his shoulders and the judge motioning him uh, to let us be. I will never forget that day. The day I understood that all blessings don't come in large denominations. That despite the crappy stuff I'd done in the past, God loved me because he delivered me from evil. I see others blessed all the time. Friends and associates who've gone on several rounds with various cancers and kicked its butt. I've had people I care deeply for lose children. Sharifa lost Lauren. She now goes out of her way to continue in the tradition of her daughter and spends time with young ladies mentoring. She has even started a foundation to fund research for the disease that took her daughter away from her. The other, Connie, lost her only child, Tiffany. She now ministers to mothers and parents who've lost children. She has a yearly event to minister to them. They've not just been blessed through all this, which could have probably killed them. But now they are an enormous blessing to others. They've both been given beauty for ashes. God's, God does that. He's good like that. I've also had some of my friends and myself go through divorce, heartbroken, depressed, to go on and find other relationships that are beautiful like Sheila's. I have a Facebook friend that was crossing the street and was hit by a Cadillac Escalade. 
knocked her through the air, and another car ran over her. She was in the hospital, as you can imagine, for a long time. Therapy in the whole nine. You'd never know it to look at her. She's pretty. The tiniest of scars on her face. Her legs are a different story, but she walks, she works, she cares for her grands, she loves to shop, and she has the most wicked sense of humor of just about anybody I know on Facebook, and I love reading her posts. You can't buy blessings. I don't care how much money you have. I think what I love most about blessings is the randomness of them sometimes. You don't expect it, and then bam! Or maybe you prayed your heart out, and God gave you the desire of it. However it arrives, it's beautiful and should be appreciated. The blessing of a new day. Gas that lasts till payday. Cabinets and refrigerator full. All blessings. The key is to stop discounting life's little blessings so focused on the huge ones. I love seeing all you guys blessed. I celebrate unbeknownst to you with you a lot. Like my pastor, Dr. Jackson, says, when God is blessing around us, he's in the neighborhood. That's something to shout about. And remember, thank you makes room for more. And at this time, I just want to add, you know, that a lot of people, it's hard for them to feel blessed at Christmas time. Well, this time of year, anyway, from Thanksgiving throughout the new year, a lot of people are depressed and they find it hard to count blessings. Uh, They just can't seem to, you know, shake the loss of loved ones, you know, or they're not where they thought they'd be in life or they can't, you know, present the kind of Christmas that they would like to loved ones, whatever the reason. Some people just don't really enjoy the holidays, you know, because they just don't feel blessed. That's the, that's the crux of the matter. If they would just realize the blessings that they have, it would help them, you know, move on and, and enjoy the holiday in the spirit of it better. But they don't. And, you know, that's something that they have to deal with. You can pray with them and for them about it, but they have to come to the realization. You know, they have to open their eyes and see. But, you know, everybody is not joyful this time of year. And I hate that, but it's a fact. So I try to keep that in mind when I'm interacting with people, you know, to gauge their attitudes on a holiday before I'm all super giddy or what have you, you know, you have to, you know, meet people where they are. So let's try to uplift this year. Rona is killing people like 90 going west. The people who survive it are being left with the uh, residual issues that they'll probably have for a really long time. You know, so that's putting a real damper on the holidays, too, because we can't spend them with our loved ones in mass. Maybe a few, you know, but the big family gatherings is a no-no, you know, and that's going to make some people sad and feel, you know, depressed and unblessed. So we have to keep all that in mind this Christmas season. But if there's anything you can do to bless someone or make them feel blessed, especially if you know that's not the mindset that they're rolling with at the moment, do that. 
do that. You know, we're blessed in the city. We're blessed in the field. We're blessed when we come and when we go. We cast down every stronghold. Sickness and poverty must cease. For the devil is defeated. We are blessed. And I love that song. That's Fred Hammond and Radical for Christ. I just want to say that um, this will be, and I borrowed this from one of my blogs like last week, but this will be the last podcast for this year, 2020. Um, I'm looking forward to next year. Lots of podcasts. I'm going to have some interviews. You all will want to make sure you uh, you make sure you get notifications to uh, my podcast because I have some interesting guests lined up for 2021. Um, Merry Christmas. I hope your Christmas is as beautiful as it can be. You know, go overboard. Just not spending, but, you know, just do what you have to do to make Christmas merry. Try to make it special this year since this year has been such a horrible one. I mean, just... Let's try to have Merry Christmas. Let's just really put forth the effort to have a Merry Christmas with our loved ones. Happy New Year. Hallelujah. A new year is upon us. It's bearing down fast. I welcome it with open arms. Thank you, Lord, for our new year. Nina Kupenda. Kupendana. <laughs>